Welcome to Bombastic with Imani Wilson. And I may have been a little bit redundant. Like, all right, well, you said you said your name twice in like the first few opening seconds. But I implore you, as we go ahead and go along through this shit, you'll understand why you're here. And hopefully I'll be able to help understand why the fuck you're here in the first place. So who am I? Cool. Let's just get right set into it. I am some random dude from the internet. Sincerely. Of the purest form. I'm an artist. I'm a filmmaker. I'm a nerd. And I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a decent person. I think I'm a good person. Fuck that. You know, 2019, you got to start owning certain shit. I'm a nice person. I'm a nerd. You know, I'm an artist. You know, I'm a businessman. I'm a family dude. I don't have kids, but I'm a family dude, meaning like I'm a dude that likes his family and shit like that. You know, um, I love my friends. My friends are beautiful. My friends are the reason why I'm even into podcasting now. Um, Let me go ahead and do my shout outs now before I continue to start talking even more about myself. So shout out to Ashley Supreme, David Strange, AK, EV, and the whole Let Me Your Fears crew. This is like my first venturing out outside of the warm comfort zones of the Let Me Your Fears podcast. So I feel naked in this green champion hoodie and this gold chain. So about me, um, you know, I'm I'm a young dude. I'm young, like young in the sense that I'm not old, but then at the same time, I'm not too young. You feel me? Like I literally was thinking about this shit earlier. I was like bumping this Jamiroquai song. You know, Jamiroquai is fuck you. Get your life together. Um, it was this one song called Cosmic Girl off his album, um, Traveling Without Music, Without Moving. It goes, and it sounds like some, like, disco shit. It's like, I must have died and gone to heaven, cause it's a quarter past eleven on a Saturday in 1999. And I was thinking to myself, like, motherfucker, do you realize that 1999 was, like, 20 motherfucking years ago? That's wild, dude. 1999 was 20 fucking years ago. That's crazy. I say that because I'm a byproduct of the 90s, born in 90. So I'm 28. I'll be 29 in April. Okay. Aries, all of that great shit. If you want to just connect the dots, you know, uh, speaking of connecting those dots, also from the Bronx, New York, spent half my life in New York City and in the state of New Jersey. So I'm like something of, you know, a, 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 a rebel from the Empire State in the garden. Because I like to tell people I'm here for the cheaper rent and taxes. But that shit's not really adding up anymore. It, the fuck it's not. Jersey's starting to lose that lore. I used to love the idea of like, hey, dude, I'm like 20 minutes away from the city. But then within that 20 minutes, while you motherfuckers are spending $1,400 on one bedrooms, I can be right here in the burbs and the boonies. 20 minutes from Manhattan for under a grand. Not any fucking more, though. So, you know, shit's getting expensive. But that's why, you know, and, you know, speaking of, you know, 20 years from 1999, 2019, you got a bunch of hustles. So that's why I said I'm an artist. You know, I do social media content work. I do film, video. 
I find myself also having an e-store. I'm in the haberdashery business. So fly shit. I am your fly guy supplier. Holla at me. I, you know, a bunch of items from my own private collection, other folks collection. So I got a couple of stores on a bunch of sites, but we can talk all that business shit later. But again, me, me, like I said, to the core, I'm a nerd who loves art, culture, worldly shit, funny shit, strange things. I love the art of conversation. I love film. Film has probably been the one thing that has constantly been a a saving grace, a a place that's a, my own respite has always been in watching film. And now more so later in my life, now actually creating film, the process of directing. So it feels really good. I look forward to directing my first fucking feature. So when people say, oh, can I see your work? You know, I can be like, okay, sure. Versus me showing you a bunch of like corporate shit or like creative shit that I do for my own just fun and fuck offs. Because my social media, it's weird. I've blown my social media up so many times because, and I know I'm guilty of it. I allow at least for myself to want to say, if you come to me, you're coming to me for a reason. So, you know, there's got to be a good reason for that shit. So when it comes to like things like social media, at least my social media profiles, I don't like to put on the persona that I've got this like beautiful, perfect life because that's not the case. If anything, I'm a very personal person in the sense that if I'm going on like a trip or a vacation or some shit, Yeah, I'm not going to let everybody fucking know that I'm like there. I'm going to enjoy that shit with the people that I'm with. I think not enough people do that shit. I think people really get fucked up not enjoying those personable moments. Like, I'm also a man of principles. Like, like, let me let me really break the signs down for you. So you actually know who you're fucking with and why I want to be your new favorite. Like, my biggest thing is it, it even comes down to like phone conversations. And I'm going to speak about people I care about. So, you know, don't get your fucking G-strings too pulled to the, to the fucking far true north and shit. Because I'm just going to be the fuck honest. Don't call me with the whole like, yo, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up? Um, nothing much. I was calling just to like see what's up. What's going on? Um, a motherfucker still still alive. You know, barely breathing, you know, shit, got this fucking, you know, little asthma pump for this upper upper respiratory shit I got, you know, shout out to that. Uh, Otherwise, dude, I'm I'm kicking it. In fact, actually, you hit me as soon as I'm taking a shit. What's up? He's like, no, 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 you know, not much, man. You know, just saying what's up. Yo, you know what's crazy? No, don't, don't with me. Don't do that shit. Just fucking call me and go, yo, dude, I wanted to call you. Because such and such and such. Or because, hey, I thought about you. I saw this or I heard this, thought about you or you passed through my thoughts and just wanted to say this, wanted to share this or see if you were interested and available in doing that. Good. That's a fucking objective. Like, like I said, I'm 28. Gone is the time and the days where I'd be able to just be on the fucking phone and it's just like, a, hey, what's up? What's up? Not a much was good with you, bro. Um, you know, not a much, bro. I was just calling you to see what's up. Huh. Okay. I, I hate that shit. I hate that shit. You know good and well you called me for something. It's one thing for you to be like, hey, what's up, fucker? I called you because I'm bored and I don't know what the fuck else to do. So the fuck is good with you, asshole. 
then cool. I'll have a random conversation with you. But don't just call me like kind of trying to make it seem like you're shooting the shit. And you don't know what the fuck you even want to talk about. Because then you paint me in a position where I don't want to now just hang up the fucking phone on you because you got nothing to add, nothing to offer. Like, actually talk about some shit with me. I like conversation, even if it's about some shit that happened three years ago. But then again, you just got to be mindful of the conversation because this is speaking of another dear friend. And she knows who the fuck she is because she's, um, I give her kudos, she's kind of stopping, stopping this habit because then she'll call me. And I'm like, oh, yo, what's going on, yo? And she'd be like, hey, what's up? So, um, yeah, I'm just going to tell you right now because I need to vent. All right, two things. Is my fucking name Ventilator? Am I some, like, irrigation system? And do I have, like, fucking panels in my face that just says yes? Blow to the back of my fucking head so you can get everything off your chest that's bothering you right now. No, motherfucker. Don't call me with this sort of shit. I don't call anybody with that kind of shit. I don't. If I call people in those situations, that's because it is a true, actual emergency. It's an actual emergency. And not one that 911 can fucking help me with. So, to call me and be like, cool, I want to vent. And let me tell you about this bitch. Okay, guess what about that bitch? I'll never care. I'm sorry. I care about you. I'm so sorry about that bitch. Okay? Fuck that bitch. Sincerely, fuck her. I'm sorry what the fuck she did to you. Whatever she did or didn't do. I am sorry. Or, oh, let me tell you about this job. These motherfuckers. Dude, it is 2019 again. Let me me remind you because we're already almost three weeks into the fucking new year. Like, if you don't like a certain job... Unless you got that shit written down contractually, like, you got to be there, move the fuck on. Move the fuck on. Go get something the fuck else. Don't be fucking balling chain to some bullshit-ass position. I did that shit for, like, years. And I can tell you, it made me feel bad about me. And I love me. And I say that without ego or any of that shit to say, yes, this motherfucker cares about himself. In a good and healthy fucking way. Enough to tell some place, go fuck yourself, because this shit ain't working for me no more. Your paycheck is not working for me. So, I say all of that just to say, I have those friends who make those sort of phone calls to me. And I'm like, dude, don't call me. (laughs) Like, just fucking see me. That's it. All you got to do is fucking see me, bro. I'm the kind of person that doesn't mind, like, going out. We can go out. We can shoot the shit. We can jump on a podcast, even something like this. This is a perfect forum for that kind of thing. And we can just shoot the shit about life and, like, what the fuck is really good? Because otherwise, dude, come on. Oh, this episode is also sponsored and brought to you by the drink of the day, week, month, year, all that good shit. Water. But, um... I'm the kind of person I really like to be personable. So my social media is just me. It's not me in like my highest points. I mean, obviously not going to be like me when I was like really sick, coughing up blood and mucus and all that shit. I'm going to keep that shit to myself. That's another thing. I can't stand when people go on social media and like have to show you how fucking sick they are, how miserable they are, how happy they are. Just 
Accept that moment and embrace it, motherfucker. You ain't got to throw a hashtag behind it. Just go through it. Go ahead. It's going to be okay. Because if you got enough where know and wherewithal to fucking post it online, it's a good chance you're going to be able to see this thing through. Or unless it's something so severe, it's like, yo, you got to see this shit because I may not make it. And what are the likelihoods of that shit anyway? So, you know, I, I'm a different person. I, I'll say that now. I'm different. And I like unique people, unique walks of life, unique situations. And more so than anything, especially with this podcast, um, you know, I, I like just the idea of like covering a bunch of shit. Like I said, I'm a movie buff and, you know, I, I look forward this year, especially being able to really produce a lot of work and especially work that I'd like to put into the festivals that should allow me to be able to travel more and, you know, network, actually build up a crew. Cause I'm building up a fucking production company. Here. I really legitimately am like, it is truly coming together. It feels wonderful. No time has been better than the current and the present so this feels like a beautiful time for me to go ahead and do that shit so when it comes to like movies yeah i i love most movies i don't know if i have a specific genre i like i like a lot of psychological thrillers things like it i have a couple of directors i like like you know so you know i love covering movies and there's certain shit that you're just like what like for example i saw the john wick 3 trailer i'm gonna pull this shit up now i'm on my playstation so they're showing this shit now so yeah, John Wick chapter three parabellum. So hold on, but before I even before I even get deep into this shit, speaking of my movies, I got this whole thing. And this is something that I kind of crafted with myself and a couple of my homies. I like to say that um Hollywood's in an interesting spot right now, beyond all the fucking retreads and spin-offs and franchises and all the shit you've already known, especially if you're like an older person and seeing some shit. But let me tell you something about why the John, why John Wick and movies like it are funny as fuck. So, I call these movies um, black turtleneck movies. And there's a reason for that shit. You can take this as far back as the movie Taken. It's always starring... Now, follow, follow this. So, it's a movie like Taken. And it's always starring some, like, middle-aged dude... Who's wearing a lot of black or wearing a black turtleneck. That's what black turtleneck movie comes in. He's practically fucking invincible. Because he apparently is trained in being able to shoot, stab, blow up, put motherfuckers on fire. Just He's basically an invincible killing machine and a black turtleneck. And the motherfucker is at least 49. That's why I say I call it black turtleneck movies because these are like actors who realize that they're like well past the point where they're not that young smoldering face to get that like big blockbuster action joint. So they're just going to play that again, that grizzle, that grizzly, you know, I've seen some shit veteran that's like, yo, I've killed enough people, kicked enough ass, black turtleneck fucking movies. And that there's a fuck ton of them. If you if you think about it, you go from take him. You can go to Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. You can go to Sleepless with Jamie Foxx. You can go to um, The Equalizer with Denzel Washington. My man was a killer fucking Home Depot worker. And then the most recent one that I fucking happened to have to... I had to see it. Didn't want to see it. I had to see it. For the holidays, he was a fucking killer Lyft driver. So when it came to the first John Wick movie, I was like, okay... 
I love Keanu. I don't know a soul alive that's like, yo, fuck Keanu. I don't fuck with Keanu. 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 Blah, blah, blah. Keanu Reeves movies. See, you see how crazy that was? I couldn't even say it. I don't fuck with Keanu Reeves movies. First of all, if I knew someone that said that, they couldn't be my friend because we'd have to motherfucking actually fight. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'll be the first one to tell you on on camera, on on audio recording. I'm no gangster. I'm none of that sort of shit. But we'd have to square the fuck up. And if you don't know what square up is, let me be your guide towards terminologies out here in the streets. So squaring up means you find yourself, you know, in a boxing-like fighting position. You get, you got your dick beaters up. Oh, that's another one. That's another one. Hands. Dick beaters. Okay. You got your dick beaters up. And you throw it down. You square it off like you're in a ring and you fucking figure that shit out. So, yes, somebody would have to throw their dick beaters up and we'd have to square off. Because I don't know not a soul alive that does not like Keanu Reeves movies. So, all of that to say, when I saw the first initial John Wick movie, the trailer, I was like, okay, it's Keanu's Black Turtleneck movie, whatever. I saw that shit on HBO. It fucked my whole head up because I was like, yo, this is fucking gun foo. And part two, I fucked up I fucked up. Cause I even saw I even saw when they were doing the screener of it in Madison Square Garden and um well not the screener, they were like, you know, previewing talking about it in New York Comic Con, a uh, convention I've been going to since twenty twelve. Like they were talking about it. They had common there, I think Morgan Fishburne may have been there, director, producer, and they were talking about it. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna see it, but the time of the year, February, I just never really jumped to just go out and go see it. I was like, all right, fuck it. So when it comes to this shit, chapter three, though, because the first one, dope, obviously. Second one, dope, obviously. Like, I'm pulling this shit up now. So, you know, fuck you if you haven't seen the first one or two. But at this point, you kind of know, he. at this point now... John Wick's back is officially against the wall. My man no longer is covered under the the guild of that whole assassin's order. So now it is pretty much the world versus John Wick. And you know that shit is going to be live. That shit's going to be so fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm just looking at it now. And it's coming out during the summer, which isn't bad. Which is good. Like, and it's crazy because he's in New York with this shit right now. And I'm like, dude, first of all, you have to think about how many people, like seven plus million people in New York City, if I'm not mistaken. You know how many fucking assassins that is? Like, you think about it, like, all, all he needs is one fucked up trip to the Bronx. He out of there. He can't come up top. He's the fuck out of there. He comes up top. Send him to Brooklyn. He's the fuck out of there. Most of the five boroughs, he's the fuck out of here. You know, lower Manhattan, low east side. I'm pretty sure you got a couple of crazy motherfuckers. But I'm like, yo, look at this shit. <coughs> like, like, look at this. We're talking Kill Bill level shit where you got katana fights on fucking bikes. You got Morgan Fishburne just looking ominous as fuck. Him constantly just finding ways to kill motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, like this. I can't. I, I like this so far is my. Well, let me not say it's not my movie of 2019, but you know what? Fuck it. Outside of a superhero film, this is like my movie of 2019. I'm definitely seeing this shit in theaters. And of course, they got to have Halle Berry's fine ass up in here. You know, I think they think they shot this in Morocco because I follow on Instagram. I only follow certain people, you know, pages on Instagram. But yeah, dude, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. 
That that's that shit is is gonna be fucking ridiculous. I can't wait to um okay, May 17th. That'll be dope. So I can't wait to see it. You know, I re- I really can't wait to see it. Um you know, I just constantly think about it. You know, movies are one of those weird things that bonds people. And that's always been the thing with, like, my friends and I, especially with my mother and I. Like, we didn't really, like, it was, like, strange that for her, of the things that I care about most, and I got to give mom, like, a lot of props to this shit. Like, I want to say it was movies and video games. I really have her to thank. It's on. It's like she set that foundation, and then everyone else that came into my life, or every other member of my family, father, you know, uncles, cousins, everybody else, just sort of added on to it. But she always set that foundation. Like, hey, we're gonna go to the fucking movies, all right? But mind you, this is early '90s. We're going to the movies, all right? After we get the fuck out of here, we're gonna go to the other fucking screening. Now you cry, I'm gonna beat that ass. Cause mind you, this is the '90s. None of this soft shit. Of, oh, okay, no, you can't do it because of the effects. No, I got the fuck beat out of me in the movie theater. Like, that's the thing. Not not within the actual, like, the room itself. It'd be like, oh, you want to cry? Cool, got you. Let's go to the bathroom. So I can beat your ass. You can cry in here. And then once you're all done, then we're going to go finish watching uh, Blue Chips, motherfucker. So, you know. You know, I, I I love movies beyond, you know, me getting an ass whooping over, you know, not wanting to watch them back to back in theaters out in the Bronx. Um, you know, the crazy thing is, speaking of it, my boy, shout out to Cram, by the way, shout out to my boy. Um, you know, he'd uh, FaceTime me, I think this was about yesterday, and was telling me about the um, Dragon Ball Super Broly animated movie. Now, I can tell you right now, animated movies and me, it gotta be real good. This got to be real good to get me. The last real good animated movie that got me was Zootopia. Again, I slept on it. I slept on it till I watched it on Netflix and I was like, holy shit, this was a good fucking movie. But Dragon Ball Super Broly, I think is definitely, it's going to be a good one. I got to see it. You know, I, I made the joke that I want to see it on Pornhub because I hear, I hear people like, are taking feeds of the movie and putting it on Pornhub. They're like, oh, this is the last place people will check. So if I'm, like, uncovering some secret sauce, fuck you. Uh, you know, I heard it as well. But, um, but yeah, I, I definitely do want to catch it. And it's funny because for Comic-Con last year, 2018, I actually got a chance to interview the um, cast of the film. And it was it was definitely some shit. Number one, to, to interview the voice of Piccolo and Vegeta... That that was like because Vegeta is my favorite DBZ character, you know that 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 was like a lifelong mission finally fulfilled. I was like, yes, I can check this shit off the list. I I'm like, cause I he even said it himself. I'm like, dude, your voice. If you just had a voice that focused on like personal training and shit, dude, you would just be that guy. Imagine waking up, get up, you punks, it's time to train, and it's the voice of like fucking Vegeta, like telling you. It's like, you're lazy and nothing. Become something with yourself. Like, if he did some shit like that, bro, do you fucking know how crazy, how crazy motivational some shit like that is? I remember we mentioned that shit in the interview. And then, speaking of crazy shit, the voice of fucking Goku? First of all, you want to talk about one of the realest motherfuckers I ever interviewed? One of the realest motherfuckers I interviewed. Because number one, I'm going to make this brief. He broke a lot of science down. And I know you're like, what the fuck does that mean? 
he was speaking a lot of real shit, speaking facts, giving tea, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So he was like, first of all, I'd tell kids all the time, you to be a voice actor? That's cute. Don't do it if you're soft. I'm just going to be honest with you. There were times I was not paid. There was times the money wasn't good. There was times where I didn't know what was coming next. I tell people, this is only if you really, 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 really throw 20 reallys behind it, really love it. So don't just get into this thinking, oh, I'm going to be like Goku. No. He's like, most likely you're not going to be Goku. I tell kids this shit. And those were his exact words. I tell kids this shit. And me and other people at the table were like, yo, this motherfucker Goku is a G. He's back gangster with it. And then he was just like speaking about like the weird shit where people would like follow him and weird shit like that. I, but my highlight was, was that um, there was a guy at the table because, you know, at these round tables, um, whenever you do press and shit, you know, people always networking and always trying to be like, hey, you know, here, follow my blog and my website for follow up. I have a podcast, you know, all that sort of good stuff. So, you know, follow him, which in case, of course, if you're still watching it, follow, like, comment and subscribe to my shit and share it. Thank you. Appreciate you. But, um. His thing is, was that somebody had a, a card on the table and he was making a, a point of a, of a discussion to talk about. He's like, oh, yeah, because, you know, because people tell me all the time. And mind you, his voice is very close to Goku. So I'm hearing Goku say this. He's like, yeah, he's like, like, perfect example. He's like, I'm looking at this. So he's like, like this business card right here. I would tell somebody like, hey, dude, this font sucks. Don't use this font. I, this is a terrible card. And mind you. He's talking about the card as some dude who's sitting directly across from him, who's recording him and has like a Goku figurine for him to sign and all of that shit. And he's like, wait, is this anybody's card? He's like, I wanted to be like, oh, this mother, this motherfucker right here, this motherfucker right here. That's his fucking card. But no, at some point he was just like, uh, yeah, that's when it's like, oh, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to trash your card. <laughs> <coughs> Yo, this motherfucker Goku really went in on this dude's business card. That shit had me dying. Oh, my God, it had me dying. But, yeah, man, it was, uh, oh, my God, it was too fucking funny. But, I mean, dude wound up lucking out anyway, because then in the end, um, me. in the end, he was able to, you know, he was able to get his, um, his figurines and shit signed. He got a bunch of figurines signed from everybody from that fucking movie. I remember the dude who did Beerus signed it. Uh, the dude who does the voice of Broly signed it. Vegeta signed it. And I think maybe a Piccolo one as well. Goku signed it. So, come on, dude. Like, that dude's good. To have your fucking business card made fun of by, like, a fucking legendary voice actor... It's worth it when you at least got the motherfucker's signature in the end and you didn't even have to press him about it. You just nicely, you just ask nicely and boom, it's done. So, that's all I should say. Um, Dragon Ball Super Broly, I definitely want to see the movie. I've heard great shit about it thus far. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be really, really good to catch. Um, you know, so if you can see it in theaters, see if you can stream it however you can online. Either way, see the shit, support the shit. I'm going to definitely do my best to try to support it. Uh, of course, then there's the shit that's coming out that I'm like, I don't know if I can support it. Like, I saw the, the rumors rumbling about it, and it's confirmed. They are doing a sequel to the movie Coming to America. Now, I say I don't feel good about it because it, for me, is in the echelons of, like, one of those, like, really, really perfect, almost timeless fucking comedy films that it's, like... 
for you to do a modern day sequel to it, just bastardize the first one, bastardizes the first one, and take some of the magic from it. It's like, dude, why would you want to touch on that story again? Because number one, at this point, Akeem's already in America. He's already been married to Lisa. He probably has a son. Now it's probably the son's like now it's probably some shit like he's probably playing King Joffy Joe Fur's role of like, oh, my son's getting married. Come on, dude, don't don't fuck with that. Don't fuck with that. And you're talking about vintage Eddie Murphy shit. You're talking vintage Arsenio Hall shit. Now you're talking about sexual chocolate. You're talking about the barbershop scene, like certain shit. I just don't know if you can try to even recapture that magic. So don't fuck with it. Because then in the same breath of shit like that, you then get shit like the Monopoly movie that's coming out with Kevin Hart. Now, granted, I'll fuck your head up. Speaking of it, and I would even set this up. Motherfucker, we keep Monopoly on deck so I can bust ass whenever, however is needed. But do I want a movie about it, though? Probably the fuck not. No. But it's going to happen anyway. It's going to happen anyway. So that's why for certain movies that I am excited about or movies that you are excited about, you support them. Because then you support the actors or the people that work on the film, the studios. You know, you do that sort of shit. So that's why you have to actually go out and support the things that you like. Now, as we continue to go on about the things that I like... I'm a gamer to the heart, to like the core, you know, right now as we speak, anything I'm looking up and I'm doing right now is all on my PS4, um, you know, so for me, I have to say right now, gaming is in a very interesting place, you know, it was a bunch of really dope games last year, I kicked ass on, God of War obviously being one of them, completed that game, completely platted, done, um, Spider-Man of course, completely platted, done. You know, it was a couple to say, say the least. And let me, let me also use this time to shout out my fucking clan slash cult. Well, excuse me, family, the some kind of suicide squad, SKSS clan. Father loves you. Behave. So, um, yeah, I want to just shout them out because I find myself spending a lot of time on uh, PlayStation with them. You know, I love these, love these fucking merry band of fuckheads. They're from all over, you know, the world and the country for that, for that part. And, and that again ties into, like I said, who I am. I love people from different walks of life. I know one fucking kid who's a farmer, another kid from Tennessee who I'm always making barbecue jokes over. Some like cool man whore from the West Coast. Some little, um, some little, as we jokingly call a thick white woman, you know, who's German you know, in Colorado, and it's always high all the time, you know, you know, it's just like, just my whole, like, all my sons, all my prodigy, all my children online, I love them, I do, those are my fucking people, I stand behind them, I'm here, we support each other, it's a beautiful fucking thing, so, you know, um, I say all I have to say, other games we typically play, um, PlayStation Plus, the free games have been kind of, and Portal Knights has been one that I've been picking up, because I was going to initially buy it and buy it for some of my other clan members so we could play it together. Glad we fucking didn't because it wasn't worth the $20 to tell you that shit now. It's a fun game, but you can tell it's kind of limited and it's a little buggy and glitchy. But I like games like that because then we go because then we set up crazy party chats. I set up a crazy fuck name like 
like like uh like 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 apple picking and dick giving something crazy like that or you know or, or you know or something like or, or, or something like friendly thick women allowed only only friendly thick women allowed just weird shit like that and you know we just chat for just who the fuck knows for hours though like sincerely that that's why when people are like yo you should stream you should do this this and this i mean i'd love to i really would but i gotta keep myself and a bunch of those other motherfuckers in line because we were saying some wild shit sometimes some wild shit but you know otherwise you know we we have we have a ball on shit especially overwatch overwatch is something we definitely definitely get it in all the way popping i don't care how many people may want to say oh overwatch is dead it's been out for like x amount of years um you know it's gotten stale look motherfucker as far as fps genres the fps genre they came in and fucked the fps genre all up okay all 30 of those fucking heroes or more whomever whatever the number is at this point like no that shit truly affects the outcome of the game it makes you strategize. It makes you think on your feet. You got to communicate. And we'll do all of that shit while like yelling at one another or pushing one another or supporting one another. So, you know, we'll play shit like Overwatch and, you know, like I said, then be streaming other games and then just chilling in a party while we do our own things or while we host our own streams and shit like that. So we're always doing something. So I'm all about that, like community effort, like like, I know um, coming next week, they've got the Chinese Lunar New Year event. And, of course, this Chinese Lunar New Year officially is the um, Year of the Pig. So, I'm already telling myself, fucking Roadhog better have something dope. I'm thinking other DPS probably should have something. I know Tracer hasn't gotten a new skin in a while. Um, Doomfist needs something else besides that fucking fish that we got from the fucking from the Halloween event that was fucking horrible. You know, people have been probably bitching hard enough that Diva's probably going to get something. And then at some point, they're probably going to release the new hero after the event. Because I feel like because people are complaining about the game getting stale, they want to continue to keep the content fresh and keep things rolling. So I say the new character is probably going to be the one from the McCree short. So it's probably going to be that support Echo. Or it's going to be um, the dude that uh, Diva's, Diva's friend that works on her mech, the, the tech. Yeah, the yeah the the dude the dude she's been friend zoning. Yeah, I, I think it's probably gonna be him. But I think it's gonna be the uh, things gonna be Echo because it's, I think the game needs another support. You know, we we just got you know we just got ourselves a new tank. You know, excuse me, no, we just got ourselves a new DPS in Ash. We got a new tank in fucking Wrecking Ball. You know, so at this point we're pro we're due for another support, like another healer, because. Mercy's in a weird place, Moira's in a decent place, Zinni's still too fucking slow, you know, all of those good things. And I know people at some point are like, alright, what the fuck is he talking about? So again, speaking about Overwatch, speaking about gaming, this is the shit that I'm into, bro. So you gotta forgive me, but then at the same time, don't forgive me, because that's why you're here, you're here. Because this is me telling you about me and the shit that's dope as fuck, at least to me. But for the most part, man... You know, I'm always following gaming, and I, I, I get really, really passionate about the shit that I'm, like, interested in. You know, and the things that I'm not interested in, then it's like, fuck it, or I at least try to keep an open mind to it. It's kind of like with this fucking new um, Mortal Kombat that's coming out. Now, it's funny because a part of me is kind of like, all right, Mortal Kombat's got to be, like, dead now, right? 
But I'm thinking this one may actually be the one that keeps it going. And it's only because you can tell how much they are pouring like pop culture references into it. You got 21 Savage doing the motherfucking music for the Mortal Kombat, for at least the first ad for the Mortal Kombat fucking game. That's already some like, what the fuck? I didn't even realize 21 Savage is going to just pop up in a video game soundtrack, especially not for no fucking Mortal Kombat. Then you got Ronda, Ronda Rousey doing the voicing for fucking Sonya Blade. So you, you can already tell what this Mortal Kombat 11 shit's going to be. This is going to be like that Mortal Kombat that they really try to pump as many years and grind as many years out of because this is going to be the one that is, that's going to be like its most like pop culture-esque, most pop culture most pop culture focused if you will so i mean it's not bad i don't know if it's still necessary if it's necessary for me i used to love mortal Kombat, but see fighting games have become they rely too much on the juggling system and i don't really like that shit i miss the whole i beat your ass with combos and then you got up and then i whipped your ass as soon as as soon as i saw an opening now it's just like smack 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 and then as soon as you like you're gonna fall, smack, smack, smack. And as soon as you fall, smack, smack, smack. And as soon as you drop, smack again, smack again. I'm like, dude, come the fuck on. It is juggling. I'm not with the juggling shit, dude. I'm not with that. Give me fucking Tekken all the way up till about seven. Give me Marvel vs. Capcom up to two. Cause three and Ultimate Marvel. Eh. Give me those fighting games. Give me those fighting games. Fuck, yeah, even to a certain degree, you, you can even give me Street Fighter, like, 5, or the one that came after, like, right after 5, whatever the fuck it is, because then I'm obviously pick Zangief and just beat your ass mercilessly. So, you know, it's just, you know, give, give me some shit with actual skill and not just like a, hey, I'm going to find something that's exploitive and just keep fucking doing it because now it's encouraged in the fucking genre. Eh, I'm good. I mean, shout out to the motherfuckers, like, including, speaking of my clan, shout out to my boy Stan, who I know is, like, in the top 10 leaderboards on PlayStation uh, for motherfucking Mortal Kombat. So, they're skilled at that shit. I'm not taking nothing away from those dudes, you know, those girls, those folks. But for me, I'm just, that. that's just not what the fuck it is for me anymore. At least, at least when it comes to Mortal Kombat. Like, but who knows? I play a demo. You know, I may be able to have my mind change or something. I don't know. Mm. So, you know, I'm always trying to, like, you know, con continue to, you know, provide a well-rounded commentary. I just don't want to be that guy that's like, man, yells the cloud. Fuck all that. You know, because cause that, that, that's what keeps that's what keeps the world interesting and, when you know, when you're open to most things. But you do want to know what's for you and then what's not. Like, 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 what's your speed and what just isn't your speed. So, for me, when it comes towards most of those juggling games, nah, that's just, you know, juggling fighters, nah, I'm, it's, just, it's just not for me. Like, Call of Duties, Black Ops, no. And, uh, 2K, the fuck out of here. Used to be Madden, but now Madden got way too complicated with press. L1 and triangle to catch, a, to, to catch the ball between your dick. No, no, bro. I just want to just call to play, put people in motion, change, make a fucking audible, Fix a formation, read a defense, and then run it. All that extra spectacular catch, possessive catch, catch after the run, uh, run after the catch. Like, dude, this is where the AI comes in. You motherfuckers are so smart with this shit now. You do that. Why do I got to press two, three, 
buttons at a time to do that bullshit. No, 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 no. So I'm out when it comes to that kind of shit. But, you know, but again, that's just my commentary when it comes to things about, you know, video games and the things I like. And speaking of commentary, that's a beautiful motherfucking segue right there. I'm going to always try to highlight those beautiful segues when they happen because it's sexy. Um, what I love about commentary, because everyone's got an opinion on something, is you notice that you go anywhere on the internet now, you're almost exclusively going to find some kind of comment section where shit is just like, what the fuck is going on? So follow. Facebook? Depending on the group, the post, the page that you're following, nah, it's too political, it's too personal. Like, at that point, like, I even pulled myself out because I'm like, wait a minute. I could be yelling at, like, some colleagues, like, fucking cousin somewhere and calling them a, a, a fuckhead about their view upon, you know, mozzarella sticks and whether or not you only dip them in marinara sauce. So I'm like, mm, I'm not going to go there. But then it's rarely of ever that, like, simplistic in nature. It always somehow becomes a battle of the ideologies, and oh, let, let me let me let me t- let me tell you why people like you are plagued to society now. You sycophants, you centrists. I'm like, yo, this is mad deep for some mozzarella sticks, yo. All I was saying is sometimes hot sauce ain't bad, or honey mustard, spicy honey mustard, chill. But what I've noticed is, depending on the page, though, you may see some funny shit. Like for me. And uh, most people that fuck with sports. Bleacher Report. You know Bleacher Report. Number one, these dudes post, like, the content shit they post on the regular is just fucking profound. They need to get all the Webby Awards. They need to get all the awards that they can that just heralds them for the fucking journalism and work that they provide when it comes to sports and sports-related entertainment. And the different umbrellas that they cover within. But... Them fucking comment sections. Yo, there is a man, a myth, a legend, a goat of mythos named Henry Rivera. Fuck it. I'll drop it because he's enough of a profile character to look up now. Do you know that this is a dude who dedicates his time online so hard that he's fucking recognized for trolling the shit out of LeBron James? Like, like, when I say he does it, like, dude, when you go to Bleacher Report, it doesn't even have to be a post about fucking LeBron. He'll just somehow pull up in the comment section and just fuck with everybody's heads there. And I fucking love it. Like, for example, this post was speaking about, because you know everybody's been doing this whole, oh, picture from 10 years from then to now bullshit, which I'm coming to see is maybe like some like little scam Facebook my ran to get people's facial recognition uh facial recognition software updated um so henry Rivera pulls on this now mind you lebron's nowhere in sight he put if you thought henry wasn't showing up on this you were wrong smiley faces we won't see hashtag lebron in this article because he's already been with 10 franchises already facts of facts bronze sexuals <coughs> i'm sorry <coughs> Woo, i'm sick fuck it but yo, he posts shit like that 
in almost every fucking Bleacher Report post. Almost everyone in succession. And it's wild because I'm like, yo, that is like some like, it's a dedication to trolling that I probably would have never pictured in the modern era, especially with like a, a, a popular like figure like LeBron James. Because don't get me wrong, LeBron James, the man, as far as what he does and all his shit off the court, it's a prolific fucking dude. Stand up guy, well done. On the basketball court, oh, he a little bitch. I'm right there with you, he a little bitch. Like Biscuit, his flaky ass. As many times he comes to different fr- um, franchises and says, hey, guys, fuck your coach and your GM. You're looking at your new head coach and your new assistant GM. Let's go ahead and get me, excuse me, us. Um, Yeah, get this ring. But first, you got to trade him, and you got to trade him, and you got to bring him here. Then you got to bring him here, see if he fits. And if he doesn't fit, then we trade him at the deadline for those other two guys I was thinking about. All right, break. I don't give a fuck if you guys don't have money for the next three years after this. Because, I mean, after all, I'm getting paid, so your your city's getting money. And let's try to get the championship done. Point blank being, the fucking Henry Rivera dude goes in. And he's just a small microcosm of what the fuck exists in the comment section of, of like your most regular mundane popular shit. Like, like, like what, like, like, like when, when I say I see some funny shit, dude, and I got to find this picture so badly. This one dude was talking shit about, I forgot what figure and some dude replied to him and said, and I, I got to find a picture. I know it's somewhere on my phone, but. Dude basically was like, dude, I hear everything that you're saying, but I'm so distracted by the fact that you look like a and you you literally look like a Dominican version of Chris Tucker. And when I say that shit, had me dying because dude looked just like a Dominican version of fucking Chris Tucker. I'm talking everything. To, I, it, I'm talking. You can find anything in the fucking comment section if you just not even look hard enough. Just glance through that motherfucker. You'll find some crazy shit. You, of course, still find people trying to talk, you know, politics and all that other sort of shit and ideologies. And it's like, yeah, yeah. But then, again, it depends on what platform you're on. Again, Facebook, you get a nice bit of that. Twitter, forget about it. You're, you're getting that. Instagram, that's the new wild, wild fucking West. Because Instagram, you'll get like, oh, use me as a like button. Or use me, why KD is a snake button. It's like, KD, Kevin Durant, what the fuck? Or like, oh, hey, you know. Or, or, or you or use me as a button for for you know for us to for join together and beat that world record breaking egg and all this other stupid shit are like hey or like hey I I post pictures I post pictures of close ups of whale eyes every day in which if you ever googled a fucking whale just just Google whale eye if you want to see some like creepy but normal shit because you're like yo first of all. Where a whale would be bigger than this room, and and that's just speaking in general. Even the babiest of fucking baby whales would be bigger than this fucking den. So I'm already telling myself now, like yo, you see a whale eye, bro? Some creepy shit. But again, you'll find like maybe like miscellaneous random shit like that in the comment sections where motherfuckers will just be speaking about some wild shit. And for me, I'm always there just enjoying it. 
I love the randomness, dude. Like, I embrace that shit. I'm one of the most random motherfuckers that you'll come to fucking know. That's why I think this show is going to be fucking fantastic. So you have to ask me why this show, in essence. And it's not just because you're here for my oh my, my looks or my fucking, you know, my candor, my warm ability to swim through topics with expertise and knowledge and information that you can then transmute into your everyday lives. If you can do that, that's dope. But I just know that I love random shit. And I know there's other people that love random shit. And they're going to love it when it's constantly provided on a platform that you go, damn, you know what? I didn't think to Google a whale eye today. Do your fucking Googles. Googles are free. Google whale eye. It's not some creepy shit like, oh, you're going to see something nasty. No, you're just going to see something that's just going to weird you to fuck out. And you'll be like, dude, what the fuck? And it's like, yeah, dude, that's the side of a fucking, of a sperm whale right there. That's his eye just looking at your motherfucking ass. So, you know, I I think that's why this show is going to be great. And then you got it in two forms. Like, you know, like, like you, like you got the audio, you know, you got the visual and then from there, like I said, you know, you got me constantly pulling up graphics of shit that's going on, you know, every now and then throwing a stream in there, whatever the case may be. So I think it's I think it's just going to be a really good time that's had. And I think it's just having a good time speaking upon things that people that are interested that would like to hear about. It's just that simple, you know, and then later on, you know, then you get me wanting to do you know, my stand-up routines and then getting some guests on the hair. Because I say stand-up because I, I think I'm a fairly entertaining, funny person for the most part. You know, then getting some guests on here to speak their shit. Um, you know, getting some musical guests to perform somewhere random as fuck. You know, random acts of, like, flyness where I kind of just go out and then just do particular things. So, I mean, you know, I really want to keep it a, a mixed bag, but then I also want to just stick to what really works and call to people because i don't want to just be that guy that's like oh he's out here right now like hey guys i'm currently on the top of the burj khalifa and i thought it'd be fucking great if we just took a gummy bear and dropped it off the side of the fucking burj khalifa let's see how long it takes to fall i'm not gonna be that fucking dickhead ever i'm not gonna be that fucking dickhead at all i'm not gonna hit you with that youtuber voice i'm not gonna hit you with that stupid announcer voice it's just gonna be like hey dudes what's up here we are let me tell you about the crazy shit this week and let's just keep it together, pull through for another week. We almost got this. Trust me, we got this. So uh, I feel good about this, man. Like, it's kind of crazy just to know the space I'm in right now to be able to do this. Like I said, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so thankful. I'm so happy. Like, I got a team that's behind me. I got so many people that have been so supportive. I got so many, you know, just good ideas still bubbling in the surface. And I'm only getting warm. And like I said, I don't mind hitting those really hard-hitting fucking topics as well. We can hit all the things that are, like, cool and what's currently going on. But every now and then, I try to just give my slice of life because that's what's fucking real. And I have no problem telling you about, like, like, like what the fuck just irks my nerves. Like, what, what the fuck just, what irks E? And I can tell you what irks E. And I got no problem issuing challenges for motherfuckers because then I feel like challenges sort of help you to build off of, you know, off of like areas of growth when needed or or just areas of growth. And you didn't even realize you needed that shit. It just so happened to happen that way. So 
I think, you know, shit like that is dope, and I just want to continue to build off of it. I'm not going to hit you guys with the challenges now, because I got one that's a good one, but I want to lay all of that shit smooth, smooth out and proper for episode two after this one comes out. So, you know, um, I want to, of course, thank my lovely audience tonight. You guys are beautiful. You guys are great. I appreciate everything you guys have put up with me, you know, sort of doing this smooth and off the cuff, everything, you know, like I said, was nice, compact and legit. You guys pushed through with my, you know, upper respiratory infection and me all hacking up and, and taking inhaler hits on here. So, you know, you know, I appreciate you guys being overall, just, just fucking chill. I can't, I, I really, really can't wait for more of the crazy shit that we've got to wait in this. So, once again, thank you to my beautiful audience. You guys are amazing. Without you guys, I would not be able to continue to do this and think that it was a good idea. Uh, the friends that have backed me up, you guys are fucking golden. I love you to death. Family members, loved ones, I love you all. Thank you so much for keeping that same fucking energy. And of course, you know, to any... Haters and detractors, like you already said, you already see what, what the Warner label says on Bombastic, fuck off. Or, if you are gonna fuck on, then cool, give me something that I can at least, you know, get my shit off to. Because, I, like I said, I'm completely here for the exchange of information. So, that's the fly shit that you got out of Bombastic with Imani Wilson. I don't have any other formal way of ending this except for simply ending it. So, on that note... We out. Bye. Bye.